Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. Shalom, friends. It is a delight to be here with Rabbi Dr. Racha Adler, who is the Ellenson Professor of Modern Jewish Thought at Hebrew Union College, Jewish Institute of Religion. She was the first feminist theologian to win a National Jewish Book Award in the category of Jewish Thought. So thank you for taking the time to talk with me. So um, I would love to discuss your uh, exciting new book coming out in October, Tales of the Holy Mysticat. Um, so I guess the, the first question is, how did you come to write such a book? Um, it's kind of a mystery to me because I didn't intend to write the book. Um, what these were, were stories that I posted on Facebook um, about my cat, the holy mystic cat. And they were kind of jokes for friends and also uh, ways of sneaking in some more uh, Jewish content uh, for my students and former students. Very nice, very nice. So I, I understand there's a theological difference that you explore between you and the cat. Can you flesh that out a little bit? Uh, definitely. Um, uh, the mystic cat is what's called an acosmic mystic. Uh, there, were, uh, there was a whole uh, uh, you know, line of them in Jewish tradition and a whole literature. Basically, um, an acosmic mystic um, believes that there isn't any boundary between uh, the universe and God. Everything is part of God. The problem is some of us just don't know it yet. Um, but um, the we're kind of fragmented now, uh, according to the eight cosmic mystics, because there was this uh, cosmic disaster um, that uh, is called Shvirata Kelim, the breaking of the vessels. Um, and consequently, um, the divine itself is um, shattered and scattered. And what we need to do is reconstitute that original uh, wholeness of the divine. That's what an acosmic mystic is. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. For me, otherness is tremendously important. Uh, God is the ultimate other, and there are others all around us. And the, the difference and diversity in otherness is 
is holy. Um, so the Mystic Cat and I would get into it from time to time. So is what I hear you saying um, that actually you're rejecting um, sort of a theology of, of mystical unity, mystical oneness in favor of a theological model that honors uh, radical difference um, and differentiation? Yes. yes. And so, um, uh, and so what, what's at stake? What's at stake with that? For me or for the Mysticat? <laughs> Whichever one. From the Mysticat's perspective, um, unity is the prime value. And the opposite of unity is brokenness. For me, unity is a lot more complicated than that. Um, and as far as I can see, God is a whole lot more complicated than uh, a kind of undifferentiated uh, unity. God is very, very complicated. Um, that's why the universe is so complicated. And that's why as soon as we try to learn about God and the universe, we have to get into very complicated and um, and often um, contradictory reasoning. That's what I love about Talmud. Yes. So um, how does this, um, I, I, to explore for a moment how this intersects with, with feminist theology, um, as I don't have to explain to you, um, there are uh, many feminists who believe men and women, just to take the binary for the moment, um, are fundamentally the same um, and experientially are the same. Um, and then there's those who say, yes, we should have equal treatment and equal rights, but we're fundamentally different. Um, we are fundamentally different and we honor that difference. I wonder if, based on the, the former theology you shared, if you fall into the latter camp of feminist theology as well. When I was a young feminist, um, I believed that, um, that all human beings were fundamentally um, the same. And I used to argue about it with Rav Zalman Shachter Shalomi. Uh, I remember one argument in which I said to him, you know, he, women are men. Women and men are basically the same except for uh, uh, you know, a trifling detail of anatomy. And Rev Zalman said, trifling? <laughs> uh, but I don't believe that anymore. Um, I believe that there are all kinds of ways that we are so different. All the different um, genders, um, uh, you know, the, the uh, traditional categories and uh, the non-binary genders, all of the different um, uh, kinds of human experiences uh, that we have, all of the different cultures. There's, there is so much diversity to understand and to honor so in the mystical worldview, 
Um, discovering human difference in some ways is discovering divinity because if divinity is oneness and everything, um, when I see human difference or difference in creation, it is a part of divine discovery. In your model where God is, uh, is an absolute other, what does discovering human difference t um, tell us or in what way does it connect us to the divine? What it says is that relationship is very necessary and very difficult. Um, relationship happens across a rickety bridge, but that rickety bridge is all we've got. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, very interesting. So, um, okay, one last question for you today. Um, uh, the, what's the role of the animal kingdom um, in, in this, what, and, in, you know, in general, and what's the role of the cat in particular? And, and the cat, of course, is, is an interesting choice. I mean, as we know, the mystics in Jerusalem who think that the cats are, what are they, the, res, uh, the reincarnations of, uh, of Romans, was it? I'm trying to remember what they would tell me over there. <laughs> but all the cats are essentially reinc reincarnated former Jerusalemites, you know. So what's the role of animals in, in all of this theology or of cats in particular? Well, you know, one text I really love is Perak Shirah. Um, nobody knows exactly when it was written, you know, roughly it's medieval. Um, and it proceeds from the assumption that the Book of Psalms makes that everything prays. And so Perak Shirah takes all the different um, uh, parts of the, of the cosmos and all the different parts of the animal kingdom and asks, what exactly do they pray? And they give um, every animal a verse from, from Psalms. Uh, I love the elephant's verse, which is, how enormous are your works, God? Um, uh, which seems like something an elephant ought to say. Um, so if you think of everything praying in its own way, then being human is being part of a universal um, chorus of joy and, 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 and gratitude. But, um, and, and, you know, maybe it gives us some responsibilities. Uh, after all, uh, the mystic had, um, uh, even during his final incarnation, needed to eat um, and uh, not having the same manual dexterity as I, he depended on me to open the cat food. <laughs> I love it. Friends, be sure to check out Tales of the Holy Mystic Cat, available in October, but available for pre-order soon, yeah? Thank you so much.